This is the stinking truth. Right. Uh, well, but Baltimore, boy, that's a that's a salty football team, <laughs> man. I mean, hey. you want to talk about a team that's just like. What's what's the, what's the thing you love to say? Here it is. Come get a taste. Yeah, come they get are a taste. The come get a taste. Football team, both sides of the ball. You know, it's funny because you know you, you spend enough time hanging around this league and doing what I do for a living, and you know you develop relationships. And one of the guys I've got a great relationship with is John Harbaugh. You know, I I'll text back and forth to John on occasion. I love John Harbaugh. Um, man, there is there is a disrespect card played in Baltimore in general about what time slots we get on television, how often we're on national television, you know, all this and that. Um, and, you know, our quarterback is, you know, a running quarterback and he isn't able to, you know, he's not had playoff success. And, man, you want to talk about the disrespect cards that are just plastered all over Baltimore and all over that Baltimore Ravens organization, and they play it up to the hilt. But let me just tell you this about Baltimore, all right? You can say whatever you want. They are going to line up and try to kick your ass. And I'm, that was like, whoa, watching them beat up on Houston, even though it was 10-10 after, at halftime, I was like, this is just about ready to be a bludgeoning, a bloodletting, because they are so physical. And And I will tell you, and this will be the interesting thing, is how does Kansas City alter what they do offense, offensively based upon Baltimore's defense? Because this reminds me of my time in Denver going to Kansas City, and it really had to do with, with not only – Derek Thomas and Dan Saliamua and some of the players they had. They had a great back end and a really good defense. Um, but more than anything, it had to do with that environment, playing Kansas City. And, Mike, we would literally go down, go out to Kansas City, and we would eliminate probably 35% of our playbook and just shit can it because you can't run it. And when you watch Baltimore, why not? not? Crowd noise, that their ability to rush the passer, their ability to get a jump on you, um, like the one advantage you have as an offensive player is snap count. Take away snap count advantage. If you watch that game, you saw. I mean, at one point in the first quarter, I believe, I believe uh, the Houston Texans had seven procedural, you know. Unforced errors. They had seven. They had five or six uh, false starts on offense. That like they had all these issues, and that's aggressiveness on the defensive side, and two things: aggressiveness and and the crowd noise. That I mean, that crowd was at full throat. Mm -hmm. So you get into these situations, and the one advantage we have as an offense is we've got cadence on you. We've got snap count on you. Now you take away that advantage. And your athletes are better than our athletes up front, you know, as far as offensive line versus defensive line and blisters and all that kind of stuff. So you got to take your your whole playbook and you got to pare it down and what we can realistically run. And that's hard to do as an offense, especially when you're fairly arrogant. Like we've had success at what regards right, of what we've right, done. Right. So that's all like we used to just go in and go, hey guys, we're gonna shit can this, 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 we're gonna throw out all seven step drops. 
Five-step drops with multiple hitches, throw those out. I mean, that like our whole game plan, we're going to focus on, you know, basically three runs that we're going to run. Like, it, it was really limited, comparatively speaking, to what normally we went on the road and, and did. And the other thing that makes them exceptionally tough is not only the ability to f- just physically beat you up, but they are so multiple with their pressures. Their pressures will come from every edge, in the middle, doesn't matter. Uh, Queen and, and Roquan Smith are as fast and athletic a linebacking core as you will ever see anywhere in the NFL. Their edge players can really play. They're great blitzers. And the simulated pressures, they kill you with simulated pressure. So when you turn a protection or you go to a certain guy, um, you know, they'll bring people off the other edge, and they are so connected. I think McDonald is their defensive coordinator. They're so connected that they really do a great job of getting free runners at your quarterback and there's not a whole lot you can do about it. So the, one of the things that you almost have to do, in my opinion, is you have to call your protections in the huddle and almost call it and live with it. You know in, in today's NFL where we want to repoint the mic and reestablish right, where right. we're going, say, hey, man, call it and run with it, and, and you're going to be – you know, you're going to be one to two hot and almost have to put in more of a um, more of a blitz side adjust type of offense, some stuff that we ran back in the day to essentially to, to make that work, which is easy. It's easy to say it's hard to do because everybody wants to adjust it because everybody wants to be perfect. In a, in, against Baltimore, you won't be perfect. So it's better to at least have them questioning where you're going. When they can read your protections and know what you're doing, they're going to kick your ass. I mean, it's just the way it is.